Welcome to the Alpha Female Motivation Podcast, a space for black women audaciously designing the life of their dreams. This is your on and offline girl game that exists to provide tools, resources, and experiences for African-American women just like you. I'm your host, Love Danielle, CEO and founder of the Alpha Female Association. Let's talk. Welcome back, guys. This is episode two of the Alpha Female Motivation Podcast. This week, we are talking about reinventing yourself. Now, when I first thought about this episode, I actually wrote this twice. Like, literally, like, what will my notes be? How am I going to project this to to you guys? Because I wanted to give you my experience, but I also wanted to make sure that I was given steps of what I actually did. And what I came up with, I think I'm, I'm kind of in love with it. Um, I feel like every week I am introduced to something new as far as what my plan was to become the new me. And when I say that, I mean, when you think about it, you're like, look, I want to be this person and this person does that. And then you're presented by a friend, a family member or a coworker, or whoever with that roadblock. And it's like, OK, so what do you do? What are we doing? What did my plan say? And it sounds really cliche, but go back to the plan. So let's get started. Facts are we all want to live life a certain way. We sit and we all daydream about living a better life. No, we don't all want to be Beyonce or Kamora Lee Simmons. And so I know I was super like in love with Kamora Lee Simmons when she first came out. That was like 2007. I'm kind of dating myself, but whatever. Kamora Lee Simmons was somebody that I really looked up to. She was my mentor in my head. She, um, well, she didn't start. She ran Baby Fat. And then she had a show called The Fab Life that I was just super, super in love with. It was her everyday lifestyle that I had to really like sit back and look at my own lifestyle and go, look, what am I doing? And at that time, I think I probably was like um, 24 and I knew I had always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I hadn't really seen it. You know, my parents are great and no shade to them at all. They have always been an employee. So I knew exactly how to do that. I know exactly what that looks like. I know that um, you get married, you have a job, you go to work from nine to five, you come home, you eat, you drink, you sleep, and then you wake up and do it again. But when I seen this of Kamora Lee Simmons on TV, it, was, it wasn't like the lime life, but she had children and she had a husband and she had a home, but her life was different. Like she woke up and then there was um, meditation and then there was working out and then there was having the the conversations with her assistants about what the day was going to look like. And then leaving in the car and actually going to the office and then making it happen. Like everything that they talked about in the meeting, she's now literally in the moment taking action. That was amazing to me. So. I decided in that moment, like, look, you've got to start reinventing yourself. Like, what does the new Danielle look like? Because the old Danielle just basically ran off a tradition. And that was draining me because that's not what I wanted. As we talked about in the last episode, what I wanted was to be an entrepreneur and own a whole block of businesses. I was not going to get that from where I was currently standing. 
So the first thing I did is literally decided what does that look like? I mean, I was going back and I was back then we didn't have Instagram. So I was literally Googling, you know, Kamora Lee Simmons and then things would pop up like where she lived, her first job and how she started. And and it's not me saying I wanted to be just like Kamora Lee Simmons or just like Beyonce, but there are certain habits and certain characteristics that they possess that I didn't see every day. So I guess now you can call it, you know, Instagram stalking. Like you want to go through and you want to look and see what does that person do every day and you're not going to get everything. You're not. But if this person has a legit business, you can find them via website or online. And then you take tidbits of what they've done or what they're doing. And you find a definition of it. You're, you're literally working backwards. Because there's not just influencers and movie stars online now. But now we have people like Jay Morrison and his wife, Ernestine Morrison, who are real estate investors. And they're doing things that a lot of people you know, want to do, but haven't really found out how to do it. And they give a lot of their life and you can go and find them on their websites and they and they do explain where they came from and how they got to where they're going. And it's literally all working backwards, back to literally creating your own homeschool. You want to know the definition. You want to know how much that person made. You can go on salary.com literally and see what does a lawyer make, what does an, a, a property manager make or a doctor, etc. And then you go off of that and then you figure out, well, what skills are needed to get to that point? This is when we talk about knowing your worth and this is recreating yourself. And just because you haven't been doing it for five or six years, you can go on a job and then they can give it to you based off of how you sold yourself. I know because I've done it a few times with no experience. I just literally went and did the work, the research, the background of what it looked like to be a lead medical assistant. I do not have a medical assistant degree, but I knew what it took. I was a medical assistant, but I knew that as a lead, there are different tasks and different responsibilities that you're given as a lead and even to be a manager. I took that and I flipped it, I learned it, and then I regurgitated it right back out to them. And to them, it looked like, oh, she knew exactly what she was doing. And if she didn't, she went and she figured it out. So in this first step in really figuring out who she looks like now, it's just the research. Putting it down on paper. Pulling it up and seeing, oh, well, how did they get to walking on the red carpet look at the credits the credits will tell you everything the creative director the fashion designer the fashion consultant all of that good jazz executive producer all of those have specific skills and you can go and learn them now hell via youtube google it <laughs> educate yourself on who you want to be step two is find the motivation. And this was one of the hardest things for me. I think a lot of people that I talk to, they always say, well, how do you stay motivated? I used to make vision boards, I feel like, every six months or every year. 
and then I would put them away. Like you get super amped that one day and you're like, okay, I'm cutting this out. I'm getting this quote. I, I got Oprah's head over here and I got Jada Pinkett's body over here. And I get, you got all of this stuff going and you're super excited because what? It's the new year. It's December. So you got to make some things happen. And then you put it away where you can't even see it or it's on the floor. I learned that you have to put this thing right in front of you. You need to wake up. You need to look at it and go, look, I ain't there yet. So what am I doing today? What's on the list? That everyday to-do list, you need to give that to yourself. That's how I found that motivation. Not just playing music and then the music stops in three minutes and then you're right back to it. This is an everyday thing. I put it in my phone. I had it when I'm at my desk currently. I'm looking at it. What is it that I'm supposed to be doing to get to this place? That means I need to make some phone calls. That means that I need to have some conversations with some people. If I need to read a book, those things, that constant action of actually getting to that place is what keeps me motivated. It's not just that one time when we decided to have a vision board party and we got drunk and we said all the things that we hated. Not realizing that your thoughts are real. Your words are real. It's that moment where you sit by yourself and you and you alone are the is the only one that gets to decide what you look like. No one else, not your friends, not the girl that's like, girl, why would you do that? Or you're fine just like that. There's no one else's job to keep you motivated but you. Let's move on to step three. Now we got to talk about the plan. What is the plan? The plan now is to create healthy habits. And we all know this. I promise I know we all see this on Instagram, Pinterest, and whatever other social media platform that you follow. They all are saying the same things. We all see it. We all know that you have to create a habit for 21 days for it to even make sense. You can't give up when Monday hits. I'm, I am guilty of it. I've done it a few times. I've recreated myself, I feel like, almost six times. And I ain't ashamed of it now. At one point, I was because my mom would always say, I love you, mom, but really, she would always say, you're so fickle. You don't know what you want. One day you're there, and one day you're this, and one day you're that. And it, and it used to discourage me at one point because I'm like, well, damn, maybe I don't know who I am. And, and I didn't. That was the crazy thing. It was like no one was saying, girl, you don't know who you are, and it is okay to fail. There is not a lot of older women that I have found until recently that say that. It's always you go to school, you do this, you're supposed to be that, you're supposed to be this. I did this, I did that. And it, it discourages you, especially when you're not wanting to be you. My mom's a wonderful woman, but I don't want to be you. I don't want to be just like you. I've learned when you grow into a new generation, you're reading books and you're having experiences that your parents did not have, especially now in this climate. We African-American women have their hands on so many things in 2019 that it is unheard of for our grandparents and our, and our mothers at this point because they just didn't have it. But now, me going to the Small Business Association or me sitting down with the Chamber of Commerce is literally a point-and-click situation. 
You send an email and you hope for the best, but you have to hope for the best. You have to know that someone's going to respond. And if they don't, where can you put yourself at in front of their face to go, hey, I'm Danielle. I sent you an email. It was about this. Here's my business. You have to intentionally move. That plan is to help you be intentional. Because now you get to think about where those people are that you want to be. I met a woman at the Chamber of Commerce not too long ago that kind of sh- was like a shock to my whole soul. And I say that because she was an older black woman who was in finance. And I've never personally met a woman in finance like who literally knew how to get to the bag. Like she was the bag. Like you go to her and you ask her for the money. She's going to tell you how to get it. I don't know a lot of black women that's willing that one hand back and go, look, sis, follow me. I'm going to tell you what to do. She was willingly open to tell me, look, this is what it should look like. This is what the budget should be. Don't say that. Say this. Don't ever let me hear you say that without power again. Because I used to say, well, you know, we're, we're African-American women. Um, but, you know, like we have to cater to the other people, too. And she I, she almost looked at me so sideways. Like, why would you even dumb that down? You're going to say this is for African-American women by African-American women. And I don't care who asks you where you got it from, why you saying that. Alpha female is very strong. And for someone like that to tell me to never be afraid of what you said your plan was, looking just like me was a pivotal moment for me because it sent a, a, literally a shock to my soul. I'm like, okay, look, look, we're going to do this. I'm literally doing this podcast right now because of her because I was so afraid. I wanted to do a podcast for years. It was in a plan. I did write it down. It was in my books, but I would cover my notebook. And then I would go about my business. It wasn't in my face. And literally, that was killing my entire vibe. So the plan is real. They have to be manageable steps, yes. And they have to be realistic. And when I say realistic, it's another thing that used to discourage me because it was... It looked like or it seemed like people were telling me, be realistic because it's never going to happen. But what I know now is be realistic in the moment. What do you have right now? What can you do right now that can get you to the place you're trying to go? And that has to be in your plan. That's that realistic part. Right now, I am capable of sending emails or DMs. Right now, I am capable of setting up meetings. You can do that right now. Right now, when you're in your first like first stages of recreating who you are, you really want to have real conversations. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those genuine conversations of information and experiences. Because for me, when I was in school, I there's no slight to college. I think everybody should go for certain reasons. Don't go just because someone told you to. We'll get into that later. But when I was in class and I was hearing things from like, I guess, let's see, uh, a statistics class. I'm like, okay, I want to be a physical therapist. 
why why am I in a statistics class? And I say that because I was getting information that was not feeding me. I'm like, so I failed because it wasn't interesting to me. So me sitting in a room of women, all black women who have actually had the experience of becoming an entrepreneur, um, doing a a business plan or learning what a DUNS number is. I hope I'm saying that right. Or understanding what an EIN number is and sitting down and all of that information being fed back into me was real I was like okay this is where I'm supposed to be and then my plan started to make sense it it became reality like someone like me in arm's length has done it so the fourth step I took which was by far the hardest like seriously I had to love myself Because through the process of recreating who you are, you're still human and you're going to slip up. And you have to remember why you're doing this. Don't beat yourself up and think that, okay, my job or my dream job didn't come to me this month or I didn't make that $1,000 in the next two weeks. That patience is going to have to kick in right now. Because you're still becoming you. It's not going to come ASAP. Patience was not my friend. For all my years of being 20-something, me and patience was not friends. Because I felt like it was supposed to happen right now because I said so and because I sent that email. The work never stops, inside or out. And when I looked in the mirror, like literally looked in the mirror and was like, look, who are you? What are you doing? Like loving yourself naked, all those fairy tale songs that we hear. It's it's really real. Like you want to look at yourself and go, look, do you like her? Would you date her? Are you being the best friend you can be? <laughs> because it matters who I am inside. And I, I got into meditation. I got into crystals. Um, I literally started reading about spirituality and it that those moments helped me love on myself better because there's so many things about African-American people that we don't know. And I don't want to get too, I don't know, philosophical, whatever, if whatever. I'm saying that when I learn about my true history, it helped me internally. When I really sat down with elders that had done it or that learned about being an African-American woman and where we really came from and what we really can and what we should be doing, it changed my relationships. It changed my immediate conversations with people because I realized that my words are real. And the things that I was saying to people, I had already written that in stone. So I, now I, I just think about what I'm saying before I say it. And I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying stand around and just be a whole monk. I'm saying that before you have these conversations, think about where you are and where you're trying to go because that can spiral. Love on yourself. I mean, go into hibernation if you have to. 
Don't take no phone calls. I mean, literally sent out that blast. Everybody, look, I'm not talking. I don't have nothing good to say. My mama said, if I don't have nothing good to say, don't say it at all. I don't want to talk right now because I need to just work on me. And a lot of your friends is going to be like, girl, bye. You always working on you. And that's okay because we can do this as many times as you want. No one said you can't. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take pause on that because... I've been there where I'm trying to love on myself and then because someone else is not in that space or they're not in that moment in their life where they realize that you got to pull back for a minute. I can't go out every weekend. I can't drink every weekend. I can't sit and talk about the same conversation about how you hate him and why you don't like her. And every day, sis, I need a minute. I got to back up. I got to do things for me now, like literally sit in my own shit because I can't keep sitting in yours because your vibe is rubbing off on me. Energies are real. Everybody's energy in the moment, in the second is sometimes not for you. You need to pull back and love on you. I mean, taking baths and sitting and listening to my podcast or any other great podcast or I'm music or sometimes just sitting in silence is beautiful because you you get to hear your own thoughts and fix them and change them because you can sit and you can say um, things like oh, I'm not going to be able to make that money by next week or I'm not going to be able to be a hairstylist in a year or um, all that's going to be real so you need to change your sentences in your head. That little person in your head, whoever you call her, you need to tell her chill out and let's let's re-say that. Let rethink that. Loving on me. And it don't have to be just to get my nails and get my hair. And those things do make you feel good. I believe me, I, I do. I do that all the time. But sometimes after that, sitting in your bed, just thinking about what she looks like. What the new Danielle looks like. Where does she walk? Who does she talk to? What does she wear? What does her office look like? What does her car look like? And those are all things that are not assets, I know, but it makes you feel joy. It makes you feel a way when you think about it. And then from that point, you decide to go and do the research. Go and do the work, as they say. Make it real. Okay, so let's get into this last step. Another one. Be fearless. We hear it all the time. These are very simple steps, but it's really hard to keep going every day, all day. Being fearless. That takes some real work, too. Because I was afraid for so long to have that block of businesses because I had never done it. I didn't know where to start, who to talk to. So when I said things like, oh, I want to own a hotel and it's going to look like this to the people that were around me in that moment, they were like, girl, who do you think you are? And that is discouraging. Like, oh, now I'm afraid. Like, if you don't think I can do it, then maybe I can't do it. But the reality is the people around me didn't want what I wanted. And when they don't want what you want, it's, in, it's not important to them. So your fear becomes real because every day, all day, 
all you're hearing from people that's around you is, why would you want to do that? You can't do that. You're not Oprah. You're not Beyonce. Well, Oprah ain't always been Oprah and Beyonce ain't always been Beyonce. They all had to get it from the bottom. Believe me. So now this is where you have to step out of what we call our comfort zone, that box. And it's going to be real scary. People are going to question you and ask you what you're doing, why you're doing it. Oh, you're fine. You don't have to do anything else. Like, you, you've already did this. You've already done that. But if inside of you, you're feeling like, I am not where I want to be, figure out what that is and just go for it. It's simply, it is really simple. Like, I thought that I was doing too much by emailing people like the Chamber of Commerce and saying, look, I want to come and talk to you about Alpha Female Association and this is what we're doing. And it took, I want to say like two or three weeks. And I was like, that whole two or three weeks, I didn't say anything to anybody. I was like, look, I don't want nobody to tell me what they did or what they heard so-and-so. I'm going to wait on what is for me. And she responded back and said, look, let's, let's set up a meeting. And I was like, oh, okay. That, that was really simple. The hard part was sitting in front of her and explaining to her what Alpha Female Association was. That was the hard part because now, even though I have a plan, now I have to speak it into existence. Like, really, I have to make her love it even more than what she already did in the email and the media kit that I sent in directing her to my website because I had already done that work. I knew I had to have that much because the research said <laughs> they want to see what you've already done. And this is what I had for her. And she was highly impressed even to the point where I'm still like oh I thought I needed to do more she's like no uh-uh you right where you needed to be now do this this that and the third and we'll be in touch and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and I'm like oh so it was just that simple just do it literally and when I got back to my immediate circle and I told them what I was doing and it happened they were like oh wow Oh, you did that? Just down the third. The conversation changed. Now it was no longer, oh, you acting brand new because you got to go write a business plan or you got to get in your headspace. Or it's, I literally had a friend say, look, that's kind of fake for you. This almost just change exactly all of who you are and then try to be somebody else when you ain't always been that person. And I'm like, see, that's why we can't be friends. <laughs> because you're still wanting to be the person I met in the eighth grade. And that is not helping me level up. And we're going to talk about relationships in the next one for real. Okay. So I ignored all of that. And I just went and I just decided, look, I'm just going to start sending out these emails. And we're just going to make it happen. And that's just going to be what it is. And that was what it was. So I am still reinventing myself. I am not perfect. I'm not saying that I've already made it. What I'm saying is, is that I've taken those steps and that plan that I've been writing for the past 10 years and actually putting some action into it, putting some elbow grease into it. I'm actually speaking about it out loud. It's not just in a journal. Like, I literally wanted to do an alpha female journal, but I thought, well, that goes against everything that I'm thinking. I don't even want people to write it and then close the book and then go on about their business. I want you to write it on the walls. I want you to have a whole Mary Jane effect and put it all over your walls and don't care who asking you and why that is going to know that this is just part of her process. Just let her do it. That's where you want to get to. It works for her. 
that's how she's made all her millions and that's how she's sitting down with this person and doing that. So reinventing yourself is going to be a process. There are levels to this. But do not let anybody kill your vibe. Please don't let them kill your vibe. Go into hibernation if you have to. Literally. All right. So let's get into the steps that we just went over. Step one, you want to decide who you want to be, right? Two, you want to find the motivation. Three, what's the plan? Number four, we're going to love on ourselves. And step five is to be fearless. So I hope that I've helped you guys a little bit. I know this worked for me and I wanted to make sure that I am giving you everything I got to the Alpha Female Association community, ladies. So thanks for joining me on episode two. So tune in next time for episode three where we're going to get into relationships. So this is your host, Love Danielle of the Alpha Female Motivation Podcast. Tune in next week. 